This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. This week on the Basement Booker's Podcast, do drop? Question mark? Corbin's hair is growing in and so is his beard. Who towed his truck or car or whatever? I don't know. I just watched SmackDown this morning. Maybe Rich knows. Who's to say? Charlotte Flair has a great memory. Also, Rhea Ripley still has her hair. All this and more on the Basement Booker's Podcast. Hey, Rich, welcome to the Basement Booker's Podcast. Thank you. I, I, I can tell you, I've been waiting. I've been waiting all week for an update on Rhea Ripley's hair, whether or not she still has it. Glad to know that she does. I feel like we can end this podcast happy. Yeah, I feel like that too, but not before we thank our tribal chief, Roman Reigns, the head of the table, long may he reigns, for allowing us to podcast this Saturday, this glorious Saturday, on the Chiefs Day. Uh, so yeah, got got there first. How about that? Good job, so good job. Thank many you. tribal blessings to you and yours. Praise be to the chief. Thank you, thank you. Well, praise be. Praise be to the chief. Um, yeah, man, I really, I was really glad because it feels like to me, and I guess that you were able to agree with me, that it feels like sometimes her hair is just getting shorter and shorter. Like they cut a little bit off. It's like, well, how, how, how do we make her even more, uh, special looking like you need to, you know? Yeah, I, I really don't know what they're trying with her. They, they just need to stop experimenting. Leave her be. Like they did, so Otis... Got a haircut this week also. I didn't notice until a headline told me that he changed his look again. And I'm like, his hair was a little shorter, wasn't it? And then, you know, the bulk of the article, like two words in the article, said, yes, he did cut his hair. Yeah, think about it this way. Like, if you look, right? So, first it was Jackson Riker, I think, was the first guy. Yep. Where he's like, well, I guess if you count Rhea Ripley every time. But, like, <laughs> this is the more extreme. Like, you just it's like they did it in the back real quick, mm-hmm. you know? And then uh, Otis. Uh, and the Otis one actually is the more, the one that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Because at first it was the attitude change. And then it came to, you know, cleaning up, like more into the alpha um, training, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I think I think they they were trying to stop hiding the chins, or the one giant chin. I'm not sure yeah. how exactly that would be categorized. I think his face is round enough to where it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like some people, their face isn't round enough, so that second chin just protrudes. Right. Yeah. Like Kali. The jaw of Raw. Yeah, but he's got it's like chiseled, you know. It's not like a jello. I don't know if I'd call it chiseled. It definitely is quite bony. I guess so, but it does. It, it looks less like a jello, you know, but more like a solid, you know. I, I mean, I I agree. It looks much less like jello, much much more solid. But what's solid is your reporting of the news that other people uh, put up. Yes. And you you just, you know, you read the news. 
And I was just thinking to myself, and it's 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 no small feat because that it's it's what all the 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 people that call themselves journalists on TV do these days. Pretty much. So really, you are a journalist. Thank you for finally acknowledging this. Yeah, in 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 the terms that it's defined to us these days, you mm-hmm. would be considered a journalist, which is basically you're more like an anchor. You just read the news. I'm the anchor. All right, settle down. <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll get straight into the news. There's, to be honest, not a lot of major news this week, but quite a few headlines to quickly get through. Uh, apparently, Trent, you know, formerly known as Trent Beretta, uh, he had neck oh, fusion surgery. Oh, it's just Trent. That's right. Yeah, it's just Trent now. Uh, he had neck fusion surgery, and he uh, said on Twitter that it went well. So that's great. No update on a return for him. Great news for all his fans. Yes. Um, Hangman Page needed 10 staples to close his head wound after he decided to play chicken with a ring post. Yeah. Never surprises me when those guys get stitches. Right. I like how there's never a report on Cody Rhodes. Because it just happens. Like, any time something happens to him, it doesn't make the news for injuries. You notice that? Because you're the one who does them. Yeah, because it's a, it's a planned spot, usually. Yeah, like, that. I think 100% of the time, because there's never a thing about it. Right, exactly. Interesting. It's like, oh, Co- Cody Cody bled. He must have been on TV. Okay, thank you. Yeah, oh, I guess he wrestled Jungle Boy in the first <laughs> match. That's cool. <laughs> Ugh, got change the mat That's after cool. the first match. Yeah, right? That ring crew must be pissed. Yep. I wonder if that's why they locate certain matches on the card. You know, because it's like, they just set the damn thing up, you know? (laughs) It could be. It could very well be. Continuing with the injury section of the news here. According to Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com, Mercedes Martinez was taken to hospital uh, after getting knocked out by Zia Lee, where it was confirmed that she suffered a concussion. That was pretty obvious. She, like... She went down like an MMA fighter got knocked out. That was legit. Yeah, I noticed that, but I had to wait until the end of the week to find out if it was a legitimate injury. Because I, I'm not going to work myself into a shoot. Right. Like, I won't do that. I refuse to do that anymore because mm-hmm. they've caught you so many times. Mm-hmm. Because to me, it could have been either one. And I'm like, well... Zaylee's not that good, where she can land a, like a work kick, like that, mm-hmm. and then just have Martinez sell it like a like a like like it actually happened because some and the way because you said oh because she went down like if someone gets KO'd in like a UFC and it's like maybe she knows that mm-hmm. and has experienced that before, right? So mm-hmm. she could do that and it, it would make sense. Mm-hmm. So I, I waited. So, uh, like, I I appreciated the like how they worked that whole thing because it could have been either thing. It could have been real. It could have been not real. Right. Uh, unfortunately, it was real. Um, I like. I'm not the... saying it's good that it happened. <laughs> yeah. So if you, if you notice when Zaylee went for the pin and Mercedes kicked out, it wasn't much of a kick out because you know she was knocked out. Um, yeah, because but, like, you're on autopilot. Yeah, so she was so stiff in that kind of, like, V position that her left shoulder just was not down at all. 
It was a good no, four inches off the mat. Yeah, well. Um, but when the ref was checking on her the second time, because like the the ref could have called it earlier, but no damage was done. Uh, in the interim, um, like the 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 ref could have maybe should have called it earlier. Like as soon as it happened and she was checking on her, and Zaylee and she allowed to continue. Zaylee went for the pin, and then. Um, Zaylee stood up. The ref checked on her. The camera stayed on Zaylee, which yeah, is odd for something. For that. Exactly, it's odd for something like that. So that to me meant it could have been real. Now the next time it happens, it's that's probably going to be part of the work. Yeah, well, it's like, oh, we're not showing you what's happening thing. here, folks, because it's not for uh, the faint of heart. Whatever. It, yeah, I was fine with it. I mean, I recently saw it, so... Mm -hmm. Moving on, continuing with injuries. Joey Janela, hold on. Hey, Joey Janela fan, pay attention. Uh, he revealed in a recent interview that he's currently out with a concussion, but expects to be cleared shortly. Right. Great. Yes. <laughs> um, closing out this section, Del Wilkes, formerly known as the Patriot, passed away this week from a heart attack. At the age of 59. So, R.I.P. Patriot. Rip. I don't have a I don't have a ton of memories of him, to be honest. Uh, I don't either. But I knew he was a wrestler. And he will be missed by his, you know. And Family, yes. <laughs> people are going to remember that he wrestled a bunch of guys. Like, I'm not going to name them because it's not about them. It's about him. That's right. Samoa Joe told Ryan Satin in an interview this week that in addition to his on-screen role, he's working as a talent scout and he is that he's, quote, absolutely still working on an in-ring return. So that's cool. He said in the interview he's hoping to get um, to get some people to try out that normally wouldn't have caught the eye of WWE. So that's pretty cool. Not sure that what exactly the difference cool. would be, but yeah. I guess maybe he's looking into like sports that um most of the other scouts wouldn't be. How do you figure? Know. I don't know. Hmm. Or maybe he's he just has a different eye than guys like Briscoe and whoever else would scout for them. Pat Patterson. R.I.P. I was going to say a Patterson thing, but I decided not to. Because it might come off like I was making fun of him. Good choice. <laughs> sure. Uh, according to Fightful Select, Sanjay Dutt left WWE, having given his notice a few weeks ago. Don't know if he is looking to get back in the ring or what. But uh, hopefully we'll hear from him somehow soon. I bet he saw the writing on the wall. He's like, let me get ahead of this thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and this it comes in the no surprise category. Slash Film reported this week that Darby Allen is going to have a cameo in Jackass 4. It's like oh. his entire wrestling career has been like... We reached his part in the documentary of his life. Yeah. It's like his entire okay. wrestling career has been sort of building up to... A career in the Jackass franchise. 
look, you you're either you're born a jackass, you live long enough to become a pro wrestler, I guess. Yeah. It's it, it, isn't his start like, you know, didn't he start off just doing jackass stuff and just continues to do jackass stuff when he's not wrestling? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he's obviously a a stunt uh skateboarder. Stunt skateboarder. I don't think I've ever heard this term used before. By you. I don't know if that's a real term, but he does oh. stunts on a skateboard, so... Yeah. That's cool. Stay off motorcycles. Yeah. You might you might not have a good time. My well, see, it, it's motorcycles and drugs. Right, Jeff Hardy? No. What? Listen. Hmm. Don't... Jeff Hardy has cleaned himself up. You know, he's... Right, but he broke his leg... On a motorcycle, doing stupid stunts while he drugged did. up. He did, and I wasn't even referring to that. I'm just referring to how dangerous that stuff could be, especially for a guy like Darby Allen, mm-hmm. who likes to, you know. I mean, he said it. I'm not making it up. He likes to hit himself in the nuts with a hammer. I didn't say that. I didn't hear that one. <laughs> I, you know, it's it's out there. It's You're out paraphrasing. There. Okay. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing something I heard on uh, read on Twitter from a uh, egg. You know, egg? it's crazy. Yeah, it's an egg. You it's don't egg. know what a Twitter egg is? How old are you? Oh yeah, you're over forty. Yes, I am. So a Twitter egg is the default photo for a Twitter account. That's why they call them eggs because they're just a fucking rando. All right. Did nobodies. It, I, I guess it's what, what what your kind would call a uh, a bot, a Russian bot or something. Mm. So, you know, and that is a Twitter egg. See, that is my job to school elderly men such as yourself. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. So a couple quick hits. Seth and Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch got married this past Thursday. Congratulations to them. Not to be outdone, Kaylee Ray got married earlier this week also to uh, her boyfriend of 14 years, indie star Stevie Boy Xavier. Congratulations also to that happy couple. You're a year late, Kaylee Ray. Everybody knows you do 13 and then the marriage. Everybody knows that. Everyone knows that. (laughs) And uh, unlike, unlike, unlike her... Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch were living in sin. In sin. You're supposed to get married first, then you have the kid. Yeah. I guess it wasn't. I guess this confirms that it wasn't a planned thing. This confirms it. Mm, doesn't matter. No, does this confirms my my speculation that Seth Rollins sabotaged Becky Lynch for his own selfish gains, and it hasn't worked out for him. Hmm. She's like, yeah. Once she's, once she's out of here, I'm gonna get all drippy with my stupid clothes. Yeah, and I'm gonna dress like an asshole, and I'm gonna be so fucking over, bro. That sounds still exactly not like over. Him. Yeah, I can't believe he says bro now. That's gotta be the most over the top heel thing he could possibly do to you. I don't imagine even... Seth Rollins just goes around just saying bro all the time, like your boy Vince Russo. Be crazy. If he just starts going, bro, like, or, or still not Matt Riddle. <laughs> he listen. Let's let's not talk about 
Riddle right now. All right, he's he's been through a lot. You know, he's having a hard time right now. Mm-hmm, you know, he let his friend down. You know, he he probably hurt his foot or something. You know, he 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 came back to a match which when somebody comes back they're supposed to win it and he just didn't. Mm. You know? He's having a bad so, week. He's having a bad week, but he's not having a bad time like Baron Corbin's having a bad time. He's not. We'll get to that. Actually, no, spe- speaking of Corbin, real quick then. Um, apparently, WWE recently, uh, this wasn't in the news, but now that you mention it, uh, they applied for a trademark for Happy Corbin. All right. Well, I don't, I don't like that. But... It might be good. But first, we got to pay attention. We got to stay on the journey. You know, and I think because he's a character that, um, how do I put this? Uh, not a lot of people like. I think that's a nice way to put it. Yes. Not a lot of people like. And maybe they'll just let this grow. You know, it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, if you try something out with somebody, you're not trying it out with your more established, you know, more interesting, you know, uh, more uh, more better at wrestling. You know, you're more uh, people have invested more time in these characters, you know, like the people you like, you know, instead of investing that experiment on them, you take a guy like Corbin. He's like, you know what? Let's see what we can do. When we take everything from this guy, mm-hmm. you know, he's a very pompous, you know, very self-absorbed, you know, very like uh, he's very flashy. You know, he likes watches. Uh, I don't know, because I follow him on Twitter and a lot of times he'll be like, look at this gold Rolex. Isn't it great? And look at look at all this grilling I'm doing. Yeah, all those watches are forty thousand dollars. Yeah. And I, I hope there's an episode where like he's at home or something. And he's like, yeah, man, you know, although how they like obtain footage uh, and it's like he's barbecuing with like his friends and stuff because he loves barbecuing mm-hmm. and like the 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 repo people come hmm. and they take his grill because, you know, he's got like a really expensive grill. I've seen. And mm-hmm. they're like, listen, you know, we got it, you know, and then his friends, they're like, and you could even put Pat McAfee there because he's his friend mm-hmm. and like. Everybody just leaves, hmm. and he's just all alone. Like, I feel like he might be on a cricket spiral, man. If, if anyone's ever seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia, you know. Hmm. And, you know, he might be headed down that dark path. I mean, they'll probably avoid the uh, doing things to other people in alleys for a hamburger. Mm-hmm. You know, because this is a publicly traded boring I mean, publicly traded company, <laughs> they they won't dip into uh, storylines that are as uh, spicy as you would say. Right. You know, what do you think about that? I think that do would you have be great. To add? He he certainly does seem to be spiraling. Did they say though that that Jeep was like five hundred thousand dollars? They did. You know, a lot of times they throw out big numbers, and I don't think they I don't think they understand, and maybe Vince doesn't that you can't just do that like it's somebody's height and weight. Yeah, you know, people could check that. That because that didn't look like a a very new car, and it didn't look like a classic car to be that expensive either. 
Yeah. Well, it might be maybe it belong like if they had like a bigger backstory, like it belonged to this guy who got killed by a whatever. Yeah. A famous car. Something. You know. Yeah, this rapper, Biggie G Money, he was uh stabbed with a toothpick in my car. Right here in the back seat. Nice. You can still see <laughs> the stains. That's what those stains are. That's it's a good story. Hmm. It's always a good story to these things, mm -hmm. but you know they didn't take the time because it was just making stuff as they go. Yeah. Alrighty, moving on from that, and this is an interesting one. Apparently, EC3 has launched a fitness app. It's called Project Narrative by EC3. Yeah, I'm sorry, bro, but you're not gonna be able to compete with the master. DDP got this shit on lock, son. I'm sorry. He does. Only... This is a different thing, though. So he says, uh, Project Narrative by EC3 allows me to create you customized seven-day nutrition plans and workout training geared towards your goals and your dreams. Uh, he says it's for all genders, all experience levels. He says he, he can help you bulk, cut, all manners of weight loss or gain, dietary restrictions, injuries, all things considered. He says, Project Narrative is originally created for you. Me? Yes. I don't says, know if I trust that. He says, we'll challenge each other to break bad habits that hashtag control us, find the hashtag freedom to be the physical representation of who we want to be, and together have hashtag purpose in living our best lives, our truths. Whoa. So this seems wow. interesting as long as it's, like, free. I don't feel like paying for something but like this at all. I mean... Like, I know I got to get more active, and I'm going to get more active as the pandemic eases up more and more, and when I get back to work next week, unfortunately. By the way, we completely didn't mention yet that as far as my half of the podcast, this is the last episode where Rich There Is will be coming to you from Borough Park. I really thought you were here. Hmm. I had no idea. When did you leave? I thought you were here. I thought we were doing this <laughs> podcast here, and you're not even here. Not, not it's even almost there. like I can't even tell the difference. That's Thank insane. You. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. I just <laughs> thought, you know, well... Okay. Well, okay, well congratulations. The, the, that outshine DC3. Wacky Hello. news. Wacky news. Have you heard about Virgil's video game? Uh, Yeah, I believe it was... Did you share it on the Facebook or something? I, I had well, to. You told it's called me about it. Meat Sauce I saw it on Facebook. Madness. All right, do you have, like, any information as to what is the goal of the game? What kind of game? Is it, like, Candy Crush, but what, like, meat sauce? You know, what's they, going they, on here? They didn't really, they didn't release that. They didn't say, like, like that about it. I have the press release here. It says, the Megan Group will be releasing Meat Sauce Madness worldwide for play on Apple and Android mobile devices. We hope you're hungry. Inspired by his passion and obsession for meat sauce and heavy metal, in this game, travel with wrestling superstar and meat sauce god, Soul Train Jones, also known as Virgil, through different worlds to try and get him to his main event. Along the way, help him dodge brutal enemies and evil bosses, all while gaining health by eating beef, breadsticks, and collecting power-ups. Take a detour 
and play three minigames. Slot Machine, Find the Meatball, I'm scared of that one, I gotta say, and Truck Beat Up. Earn coins and cash to make your way through the world. As the real leader of the NWO, mentoring many people in his mind, Hall of Famer in his <laughs> mind, hard working man, hardest working man in the history of the biz, greatest athlete mind? of all time, tireless commitment to smarting fans up the right way by taking their cash, the meat sauce god, the pesto prince, the prince of parmesan, the Alfredo assassin. I gotta pause there. That was allegedly a sentence. There is no verb in there, though. I gotta say. I don't know what that sentence or whatever was trying to say. The last of the uh, uh, press release here says, Working hold, closely... Hold on a second. Okay. okay. This is a lot to take in. You can't just fucking do an information dump like this. Okay, so let's see. I'm guessing this is like... Well, what you're describing to me is like a beat-em-up side-scroller, probably. Like a Streets of Rage type thing, where it's like a, it's side scrolling and they just beat up, they punch bad guys, and you pick up the meat sauce and whatever. Okay, I'm Maybe. visualizing it, and it's mm-hmm. got. I, I gotta say, this sucks. <laughs> this sucks. <But> what <laughs> if it's the best? Anyway, could be wacky. The last. It's, it can't be as bad as like a Young Buck mustache. You know, it could be worse. Yeah. I, don't, I I I can't even with them. Yeah, it's cool. Alright, so go ahead with this. Closing out the press release, they say, Working closely with Alley Cat Studios to bring this game to life, it's a hot tub of beef that will make you piss out ravioli. I think they either don't know what raviolis are. Should probably see a doctor. Right. Should probably definitely see a doctor. Right. it's a bad time you're going to have there. Right, because there's really two ingredients in ravioli. There's a pasta and cheese that's that's worse than a dripstick you know i feel right i would definitely rather have a dripstick than piss out ravioli yeah well i hear you they also note a portion of the proceeds from this game will be donated to malnourished families now considering virgil is getting some of the money from this isn't that redundant come on man Uh... He's doing a good thing. Or they're doing a good thing. Someone's doing a good thing. That's nice. I mean, it's not... As long as they actually are, and it's not BS. Yeah. Don't BS me. Yeah. Like, don't don't have that as code for, yo, Virgil's hungry, so we're feeding him. Yeah. Did we... I don't 100%. even remember if we talked about how he allegedly charged Brooke Hogan $20 for a picture. I mean, it's alleged. It's alleged, mm-hmm. so we don't. If until it's fact, it's just it's nothing, right? Meat sauce madness. That... I would never pay Virgil for anything, ever. Right. And that's no offense to him. I don't know how anyone would not take offense to that, but that's not the point. <laughs> oh man. Wacky. And that's all for the news for now, but I do have an interesting little thing here. Apparently, WWE released a list. I don't know who compiled the list or what they base it on. Of the top 50 tag teams 
of the WWE of all time. All right. I love when you read lists to us. It's so entertaining the way you do it. Now, we don't have to go through all of them. In fact, what I, you know, what I would like to do is ask you who who you think should be like the top 5 and I'll let you know where they actually are. Look, the top 5, you can't have the top 5 without the Road Warriors, you know? They're number 6. That this list mm-hmm. is irrelevant. <laughs> This whole list is irrelevant now. It's disgusting. All right, let me guess. Uh, Dudley Boys, Hardy Five, Boys. Two. Uh, hold on. Uh, what's the uh, Edging Christian? Four. Okay. Uh, is the New Day up there? Number one. Of course they are. Of course they are. <laughs> This you have, list is not right. When I saw New Day number one, which was like the headline, and then number two is the Hardy Boys, I'm like, all right, so the Hardy Boys are number one, but you didn't want to put them at number one because one of them doesn't work for you right now. Uh, and also other things. But listen, I have a question. Yes. Is this a WWE list? Was I not listening? Yeah, WWE. All right, it being a WWE list, it means nothing. It literally means nothing. Mm-hmm. This is based on the opinion of whom? The writer? I don't like, even know. where did they get this information? Because, like, that's the thing. That's another thing. Like, what do you base this off of? So, so this is a list compiled by uh, a show on the WWE Network called WWE's 50 Greatest Tag Teams. Yeah, but if you compare, like, how long, like, the... Freaking Road Warriors did the thing, and the New Day. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like how do like they've been around for five minutes compared to a lot of pe- tag teams on this list. Mm-hmm. All right. Look, I'm gonna say the thing. I think I I probably maybe I never say it, but I think it. They, all these lists are stupid and they don't mean anything. Right. Especially if it's the one, any comp, any list that WWE makes, nine out of ten times is just to stroke themselves. Mm-hmm. So it really doesn't mean anything. But yeah, okay, I'll play. Of the top five, only number one is still active in the company. Yeah, which leads me to believe that's what this is all for. It's like... We're not doing that much for them on TV, but here you go. Yeah. So, to round out the top ten, Heart Foundation was number three. They haven't been mentioned by us yet. Uh, That's interesting. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I wonder if that's just to be like, no, 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 our list isn't bullshit. These guys haven't been wrestling in forever. No, Mm -hmm. no, no, no. We We put the Heart Foundation there. You know, because Bret Hart's there. Natty's daughter worked. I mean, Natty's daughter. Nightheart's <laughs> kid works for us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, fuck everybody else. Uh, I don't know if you said Dudleys. They were five. Uh, I did Road- mention the Dudley boys. You did, okay. Road Warriors were listed as Legion of Doom, of course. Yeah, because that was their name there. 
All that right, makes that, sense. That was six. Usos are seven. Uh, New Age, okay. Sure. New Age Outlaws at eight. I would put the New Age Outlaws above the Usos, but okay. But that's the problem. Maybe. I don't know what this is based off of. Exactly. Like, I don't know what this means. Brothers of Destruction at nine. I have a problem yeah. with tag teams that aren't, like, real tag teams. Because mm -hmm. they're really just two singles guys that tagged up for a while. Right. Here and there. Mm -hmm. So, maybe I wouldn't put them that high, but yeah. And the Bulldogs were 10. All right, I guess that makes sense because, you know, they just inducted Davy Boy into the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Anyone else you want to know where they are on the list? Uh, Yeah, where are the Rockers? 14. Yeah, I'd put them lower. Like, they, they weren't even that good of a tag team for that long. Right. And that's not even HBK's fault. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. Uh, what? Are the Bashams on the list? Ooh. I Remember them? I do. Let me just do a search. Control F. They're so nope. low. The, yeah, I knew it. I knew they were going to put them there because they were there for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. They were, they were on top for a little while. I think they had the tag titles. They did. SmackDown tag titles when they were managed by... The Dominatrix Lady. Yeah, I don't remember her... Linda Miles. I don't remember her gimmick name. Sh Shaniqua or something. Sh it was something like that. I just didn't I bet you it was Shaniqua. It's okay for you to be wrong. It's not okay for me to be wrong. Oh, God damn it. Listen, <laughs> you white people. Listen, I forgive all of you, okay? You didn't do this. Mm -hmm. All right, hang on a second. God. All right. Um. The Basham's manager... Apparently, there's a Basham management, hmm. um, which kind of makes sense. Okay. Here's a short little history on them. They made their debut on the 20, May 29th episode of SmackDown, defeating Spanky hmm. and Rikishi. Hey, where are they on the tag teams list? Probably not. Let me see. Nope. Trying to see... Wow, they don't even list her there. I was right about one of their names. It's Doug and Danny. Yes. Are you Doug checking? Yeah. Shaniqua, you are correct. I see. I told you, man. You gotta, you know, don't worry, man. You, you're all right. All right, all right. You know, I know. Judging by your Facebook post, you, they're gonna come for you. <laughs> but you've you you've provided yourself adequate cover. You know, it's really great. And I'm really great that I'm glad you changed your mind and you're no longer a racist homophobe like you always were. I'm Thank really you. glad. I never was, though. You know? okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was like, I was joking with the wife. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, what? I think I forgot which one you put up. Oh, yes, yeah, the one with like some dudes kissing or whatever. And I'm like, oh, little nice I was going to I was going to post. I'm like, wow, man, you really grown as a person, Rich. I'm so glad you're no longer a homophobe. <laughs> Just leave it there. <laughs> he won't get it. There'll be a bunch of fucking bitches on there fucking. I would have gotten it. That's so funny. I, 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 I probably would, just would have been like, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good to know for next time. <laughs> 
it's such a great it's such a great burn because mm. like everybody fucking knows you but then again you've had issues in the past listen let's let's just continue <laughs> Should I, should I run down more of the list or no? All right. Um, hold on. Um, so I feel like uh, some of these. Didn't Spike Dudley have like a tag team partner at one point? On and, and he... off. All right. Well, fuck him then. Do you have Crash Holly and Hardcore Holly on there? The Hollies at all? Nope. Because they wow. This 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 is disrespectful. Where's Midnight Express? Are these only WWE teams? Um, Specifically? So I'm reading something in, within the text of the article here. Alright, great. I'm um, reading the article from Raja now that I'm quoting this David Draymond who I do not have any respect for as a writer. He is not the one from Disturbed, guys. No, right. He's not. Uh, he says, aside from WWE's tag teams mentioned on the show, teams from WCW, NWA, and ECW were mentioned as well as... As well, such as the Outsiders, the Freebirds, Rockwell Express, Man Express, and Sting Lex Luger. Women tag teams are mentioned. I guess he watched the shows, but they're not on the list. I guess they were mentioned as, like, honorable mentions. But, like, so Midnight Express, Freebirds, Outsiders, Rock and Roll Express were discussed on the show, but not included in the list. Meanwhile, at 44, you have Kane and X-Pac. Yeah, you should have the Outsiders on there. Yeah. And you did... WWE I... owns WCW, so they could use WCW here. Yeah, do they have Rock and Sock Connection on there? Yes. I bet it's like up... Yeah, I know it. I know... You know what? This list is just going to piss me off. All right. Good. That's like actually a decent piece of content anyway. Just to, like, really show, like, the more evidence. Like, I don't need any more evidence on how bullshit their lists are. Like, it, like actually, as I get lower on the list, I get more and more annoyed. So, like, Demolition's 11, Valiant Brothers at 12. I think that might have been before our time a little bit. Yeah, for sure. 13 Mega Powers. Godwins? Let me see. You know Triple H nope. made damn sure they weren't on that fucking list. I knew it! <laughs> it bears a crunch! It's um, your fault for doing that bullshit. <laughs> you deserved we... it! You deserved it! Godwin was doing his job! That's right. Which is what you should have done! Eat the slop. <clears throat> Sorry. Eat the... Put it in your mouth. I don't even know. Me neither. So, we mentioned the Rockers at 14, 15 Wild Samoans, 16 Rock and Sock, 17 Steiner Brothers. All right. Respectable company up there. 18, Professor Tanaka and Mr. Fuji, before our time. 19, Soul Patrol. You know Soul Patrol, Rocky Johnson, Tony Atlas. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, feel like, they had, on there. I feel like they had a different name elsewhere. Uh, Look, they might have, but that doesn't matter. This is the universe. You know, it's, a, it's all about the WWE universe, you know. This Correct. List, this list is about the WWE universe. Yes. Number 20, Undisputed Era. I think I'm okay with that. I'm not. I, I think they could be higher, but they again, not around as long. I think they could be lower. Mm-hmm. Like, if they were really being serious about this list, they would be. Yeah. But they're Tw not. 21, Shawn Michaels Triple H has DX. 22, The Shield. 23, The Blackjacks. 24, APA. 
25, Los Guerreros. You're really going for it. We're just going to do the whole list. Okay. Uh, yeah, th well, I'd I put... I, I don't know why I put Los Guerreros, because it's one of those things, like, they're both two singles guys, and they had a good run. Like, you know, I don't know. Mm. Like, I, I always would rank real tag teams higher on the list anyway. Right. So, I guess for me, I would go with um, the impact they had, how well they connected, and the success level they reached. Guerreros were... Very funny. They connected. They had impact. They were tag champs. They weren't a team as long as a lot of the rest of the list. Uh, I'm okay. not going to go down the, the entire rest of the list. I'll just hit a few highlights. Hell No at 17. The Bar at 18. Jomo and Miz. Uh, sorry. Hell No 27. Bar 28. Jomo and Miz 29. Bulldog and Owen at 30. Bludgeon Brothers, 31. Street Profits, 33. Natural Disasters, 34. Jericho, Jericho, 35. Money, Inc., 36. It's like, I for the most part, I know a lot more about, a lot more of the, re the rest of these lower if I'm going down the, re the rest. Bludgeon um, Brothers are too high on that list. I agree. They just... Uh, they I don't, literally did nothing. I don't remember if they, they had tag, the tag titles. They were like five minutes. They were tag yeah. champions for five minutes. Right, but what did they do with them? Who did they bludgeon? Like, they, we never actually saw them use those mallets. Look, it's no fault of their own. But, yeah, they, no. It's like, oh, are we basing this on costumes? Okay, pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. I skipped over 32. That's Jack and Gerald Briscoe. Easily before my time. Uh, Money Inc. 36. World's Greatest Tag Team 37. Too low. DIY 38. London and Kendrick 39. Rated RKO 40. Nasty Boys 41. Eminem 42. Batiste and Flair 43. Eh. It's too high. Yeah, Actually, I agree. Should be on the list. I agree. I think it's just, you know, hey, Triple H, look, you got your buddies on here. Uh, similarly, Kane and X-Pac at 44. Not really. I, I wouldn't have them on the list. Head Trinkers, 45. Strike Force at 46. What was Strike Force? Was that Rick Martell and whoever? I have no idea. Cool, 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 cool. Um, smoking Guns at 47. Don't belong on the list. Quebecers, 48. Mm. Too Cool, 49. And rounding it out, the Bushwhackers, Hall of Famers. Look, I can't argue because I don't want to. Because mm. it doesn't matter. So, interesting list, I guess. Mm -hmm. No women's tag teams on here. I mean, it's just tag teams, you know. And, like... You, how do you compare? I, like, we don't know what this list is based off of. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to be 50. So maybe if they had to fill it in, then they'll throw the chicks on there. But really, there's no comparison right now. Like, t women's tag team wrestling is just now starting to become a thing. Because the belt is like five minutes old. Right. So, for all you 
women out there getting all like, what a bunch of misogynists. No! It hasn't been around long enough, and it's 50. You know how many tag teams there have been since, like, the beginning of WWE? And they didn't even make the list. Yeah, exactly. There, there are no legends of the WWE women's tag team division. They obviously don't count the old women's tag titles in the current lineage. So, yeah. that's prehistory. It's different. Yeah, man. We're... That's like, BC, baby. We AD now. Let's you know, that, go. Yeah, that's like talking about Intercontinental Champions and saying, oh, D'Lo Brown held the European champion and was one of the best European champions, and that's within the IC title now, so he counts. I'm like, nah, not really. Yeah. Just not, not really. really. Yeah, no. it's it's because they, cause they like to rewrite their own history. Oh, like, well, whatever. Can't get into that right now. <laughs> I don't have the Let's energy. Not. I don't have the energy for that. What AEW stuff? We're that talking too. about that. Okay. Uh should we should should we talk about AEW? Uh, listen. I got two talk- episodes this week, so because I didn't because we recorded on Saturday and they decided to get preempted to Saturday last week, so. Yeah, my solution to those is I don't watch those. It's <laughs> like you missed the window. Like I'm not, I'm not coming for you. I am not gonna seek you. It's just not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, look, if you watched, I want everybody to do this experiment. Now, everybody doesn't have to do it. More specifically, Rich Torres, mm-hmm. I want you to watch this scene when Christian Cage mm-hmm. is talking to Jungle Boy. And watch it muted. Just turn the sound off and just fill in the blanks because you could. It looks like to me like Christian's trying to pick up Jungle Boy. Yeah, it was creepy. He, like, he was. It, it, <laughs> he was definitely the CLB. In that like, scene. and I say this because I had the TV muted before I saw the segment, <laughs> and I turned around and I'm like, "Is he trying to pick up Jungle Boy?" And then Dinosaur Man mm-hmm. and Miracle Midget come. and I, Like, and, yo, and, yo, you okay? Do, do you need my help? No, one of them is probably like, hey, you're right over here. And it's <laughs> and, and then Jungle Boy is like, no, nah, no, nah, it's cool, actually. You know, I'm thinking about partying later. You guys want in on this? <laughs> you know? And, <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then and then dinosaur guys like listen I'm not I'm not catching so just so you know because hmm. I'm all I'm 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 gonna definitely be the man around here and then you whatever anyway but yeah and then Christian's like ha- oh I'm part stegosaur like yeah it's like well no I'm just you know but okay so they weren't so he was he wasn't trying to pick him up I don't have a definitive answer <laughs> because you watched it with sound I did. Uh, okay. So, so he he was, was putting I him over. He was putting him over, saying like his loss to Kenny Omega last week, while it was a loss, like is like you know there there aren't wins and losses, there are wins and lessons, or wins and learning experiences. Okay. And saying that, trying to convince him that you know he he looked good in the match, and he he 
even though he lost, he came away with more experience and more knowledge, blah, blah, blah. And so this week they mentioned he got his record 50th win on Dynamite. He's wow. The first, he's the first AEW uh, wrestler to get 50 wins. That would matter more if he didn't get jobbed out by the AEW world champion like a week before. Like, I get it. He's reached 50 wins. Mm-hmm. But from what I saw of the match, because I didn't watch AEW, but there was a title match, so I had to skim through, like, a match or whatever. Mm-hmm. It didn't look like it helped Jungle Boy all that much. And I got to say, they shouldn't have done this. Mm-hmm. Like, the future of your company is not Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega is now of your company. Mm-hmm. The future of your company is not Miro. Mm-hmm. Miro is now. The future of your company is Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. Like, the, he's Luke Perry's son. Like, he's got a famous dad. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to get more eyes on your product or something, maybe somebody with some name recognition would help you. You know, instead of relying on the Jerichos with his book. That he's shilling like a freaking like he's learning like he's learned from Don West. His or book something. with a WWE name, by the way. Yeah, listen, maybe that's what confused Jr. But but listen, that's that's <laughs> that's that's, a, that's another thing. Leave Jr. alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and look, I know we were crapping on uh with the with the Juggle Jack Perry or whatever Jim Ross calls him now, mm-hmm. but. It just, I don't know, man. I think, I like Jungle Boy. That's all I'm saying. And maybe you should have waited before you just add him to the list of victims of Kenny Omega. Because who are you building him up for is what I want to know. Like, what's this for? Is this to add more legitimacy to the title? Like, you know... Like, I don't understand what this is. Is this just to placate the people like, I don't see the big deal about Kenny Omega. Is it for those guys? Like, what, what, I don't understand what this is for. I don't know either, to be honest. Uh, there were obviously a bunch of shenanigans during the match. Yeah, there's going to be because it's Kenny Omega. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, that's how we protect the kid because we got shenanigans. Oh, okay. That's a great way not to get anything done in a different way, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's, a good, it's a great way to have a match pretty much mean nothing. Look, what it means is he had yet another opportunity for the AEW championship and lost. Mm-hmm. So just just give him a run with the TNT title already. I can kind of understand. That's actually a pretty good idea. I, I can kind of understand why they're doing it the way they're doing it. Like, a little bit. Because I'm trying to keep, like, an open mind. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's I don't know, man. Like, because he, he just got his 50th win. So, if he was just getting his 50th win, you know, he was 9-1 and one until he lost to Kenny mm-hmm. this year. Like, if he didn't get his title match, it would kind of be stupid. Like, they had to have given it to him eventually, I guess. I guess, in their defense. Right. If they're going by rankings and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
which why hasn't Hangman got a title match yet? Maybe well, that's what they're waiting for. Maybe they're they, waiting for Hangman versus Omega. Probably they they address that. I think I don't remember if it was this week's episode or last week's episode, but they they addressed it. the The Dark Order came out and said that um, Hangman should be getting a shot at Kenny Omega. I think that was this week. This week's episode. Oh, okay. But if 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 it's not ringing a bell for you, then it must have been last week. Then. Hmm. Let me see if I can find that dark order. Look, you don't have to. Last uh, week. Oh, okay. So Kenny came out and said, "Oh, I beat blah blah blah, yada yada. I beat Jungle Boy. Who? Uh, oh, and he announces. I'm not even reading it because I don't see it. I can't find it. I don't care. Um. Oh yeah, that was. No wait, that was last week's episode with uh, Christian. Hyping up Jungle Boy, unless that was a different time. I don't know, let me just no. Get that this in. week was Christian and Jungle Boy's uh, so sketchy conversation. So then they did it twice, or something. Christian's been week, Christian's on Jungle Boy's jock, I guess. Well, he's trying to get them digits, man. He wants to slide up into them DMs or whatever the fuck that means. Yep. Um. So Omega's like, oh, I, I beat everyone, so you're not going to see me around here anymore. I'll, I'll be defending titles elsewhere because I have other responsibilities, other top contenders, blah, blah, blah. All the Dark Order come out, and Evil Uno says, oh, we know a guy. And um, Kenny's like, I hope it's not you because I beat you. <laughs> and you don't have, you don't have, none of you have the record to be ranked. And he's like, oh, but we know a guy. And they're like, uh, Hangman Page, you're, you're pretty familiar with this guy. Blah, blah, blah. And Page later, he's like, he's upset at Dark Order, saying, like, why why do that? And they're like, listen, I know, like, we know you, you lost to Kenny once, but you're on a good run right now. You deserve a shot, and we know you can do it. And that was it. I just I well I think at this point he's gonna be ducking, um, uh, Hangman. You know what I mean? Probably. I mean, he That's does have gimmick. he has a big match against Sammy Callahan coming up. That obviously and, there, someone is gonna want to promote somewhere. Probably Impact. Maybe not AEW. Someone should. Know. Someone should. I only know because I'm seeing it for ads on Raja here. Raja. Something like that. Raja. So, I had a revelation earlier today. Oh, I like a good revelation. Now, close your eyes and imagine this, right? Fine. I'm glad you're not here for this. An Impact Wrestling show. Okay, Impact Wrestling show. But. First of all, you lost me at Impact. I hear you. Yeah, I'll stay there. With... Excalibur and JR commentating. Okay. And we can even put Giovanni in there. Fine, if we have to. Just to keep the commentary team. And to me, I'd watch that. I'd watch that before AEW. I'm at the point. I know Impact's product is better. I'm, I'd be more inclined to watch Impact than AEW. For me, Impact has more current stars that are much less green than the the talent that AEW is putting on TV every week. 
In fact, most of them are not green. So, I'd be more inclined to see what Impact is doing than to continue watching AEW. But if they had that duo or trio as commentary, that's money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Josh, Josh Matthews is... It's not even watered down Michael Cole. It's like Michael Cole with bitters, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you ever have bitters? What's a... Bitters bitter? is something you you put in a, in a mixed alcoholic drink. It literally just makes it more bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I had tried it a couple times back in the day. Mm-hmm. Don't love it. Um... It's like, kind of like ginger ale without any sugar. Very bitter. It's often pretty gingery. So that's my that's uh that's uh Josh Matthews, and who, who they have? They have D'Lo Brown now. I like D'Lo Brown. I'm not. I don't know it, how he hasn't Explain seen. Play the chest protector, D'Lo. Yeah, please. <laughs> but like on commentary, eh. Not great on commentary. Nah, I I I'm a fan of Excalibur. I like well, his commentary a lot. You do because he's 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 you. Straight man. He, a mark. Kill him. Why is he a mark? All right, let me correct that. He's us, man. A mark. Because he just is. All right, he's a mark, bro. Bro. He's such a mark. It's not ah, even funny. I, I like his work. I don't care. <laughs> you can like his work all you want. You just compare him to JR. You know. Not comparing him to JR. They're partners on the announce team. I know they are, but without JR, I don't think I'd like it as much. Like, I don't know. I, I just It's just a familiarity with him, mm-hmm. even though it's kind of the shadow of JR right now. Kind of, because. You get old, it's kind of hard to, you know what I mean? It's kind of hard to, like, hold on to things, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no one can do anything at the same level forever. Yeah. 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 And I think the closest thing... Well said. I think the closest thing that AEW will have to the iconic, as God is my witness, you've broken him in half moment... Was MJF shoving Jericho off the top of the cell, and that was onto the crash pad. Yeah, and that was pretty anticlimactic. The cardboard plates or whatever it looks like. Yeah. It's like, it's like l- listen, just be careful when you walk over this part. I know you have to walk over this to nobody get walk three. here. Yeah, just be careful. It's like in the uh, if if like a like like a like a bad guy and he's got henchmen, and it's like before the hero he get gets there and it's like all right guys listen don't stand here because hmm. that's the trap that's where I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna push this button and then you get the one guy well why don't you just put a put a big X on the floor or put a circle around it so we know you know X marks the spot or maybe it shouldn't be the only spot in the room with a carpet on it you ever think of that <laughs> it's a little weird we got all this space and there's just this 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 carpet here. Hmm. But why didn't you get a bigger carpet? I don't know. 
Is it me or does Matt Hardy look like he needs to shave his head soon? Like his hair is getting ridiculous again. I didn't notice. I, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to him. Well, these these days, it's, it's very important to pay attention to everything and nothing. It's just bad money puns. Yeah. I, you know, I understand people have gimmicks, but I don't think in Florida in the summer you need a scarf or wherever the hell AEW is. Because MJF, that thing is like a safety blanket. <laughs> it's a little silly. But at least he's not always tucking on it when he's doing something. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Wait a second. Maybe the vest, or jacket or whatever it is, is her brutality. And she's saying, this is my brutality. No, it's a fucking jacket. <laughs> It's a fucking jacket. This is my brutality. This ah. is my jacket. <laughs> Thank you, Rhea. Thank you for the letting us know about that jacket. We're all very we're we're all impressed with your jacket tugging powers. Anyway, Rich, listen. It's been it's been it's been a podcast. It's been a heck of a podcast. But I I left something from the headline at the beginning of the podcast. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is that the entire NXT universe has been uh, swerved this week. Uh, there's a big swerve over there in the NXT. Do you hear about this? Do you hear about the big swerve? I, I mean, I know yeah. what you're referencing. I wouldn't call it a big swerve. The big swerve? You know, it's a, it's a tag team. It, it, it's a singles man. Mm -hmm. He's got his team. Mm -hmm. You know, he's got his crew. Hit and now he, he's the North American champion yeah. now. I, I really didn't think that he was going to win. And I didn't have anything spoiled for me either. So That's that good. was cool. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you telling me to uh, not... Uh, to, to yeah. be careful of social medias because that typically indicates a title change. Oh, so. uh, <laughs> no, it can also indicate anything else. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, a wrestler who was fired for trying to form a union just showing up on a SmackDown to be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. That's kind I, of a big deal. And that, that's not that, a title change. That was kind of a big deal. And I was pleasantly surprised. I'm glad that wasn't spoiled. Yeah, pleasantly surprised by the fact that she fucking lost in two minutes. Well, the point but is... there was a handful of tights. There was. Uh, Liv Morgan is going to keep beating everyone that Sonya just announces as being in without having won a match, and she'll be like, all right, really, what's happening now? And, like, why is, why is Sonya just announcing people in? Like, okay, you're in. I've got a great idea, bro. Mm -hmm. All right. How many participants so far are in the Money in the Bank ladder match? I could look that up for you if you like. All right, don't. Because you Doesn't know matter. I don't know offhand. So, what if... Mm -hmm. She's beating everybody to try to get into the Money in the Bank ladder match. And then... She... Tell you the bills like, all right, Liv, you're gonna you I'm gonna you're gonna get you're getting into the money in the bank ladder match. But you gotta beat 
an opponent tonight that I'm going to pick specifically for you, mm-hmm. and it's Sonya Deville. And she has to wrestle Sonya Deville, and Sonya Deville wins. As Sonya Deville's in the Money in the Bank ladder match. That'd be cool. Or, I mean, it's, I, everything. What I like goes about that. Go ahead. Hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Let me know which one you like better. I should have said that first. Okay. Or, Liv does get in the Money in the Bank ladder match. It's Money in the Bank ladder match day, and she gets taken out, and Sonya Deville takes her place. You see, the second idea is something they would do. Mm. The first idea is something I would like better because Sonya's in charge and she's like, all right, I could just name whoever I want, but you're going to face me in a match and the winner goes on. So at least she's earning her way in. Like she's making the step, but at least she's earning her way in. That makes sense. I like that part. I didn't even think about that part. But I think that's why they would do the second option. Mm. Because it'll piss people off more. Which reminds me. I just had a brainstorm. And I need you to go back to this. Which reminds you. Because this is still about the thing. And I wasn't done talking about it. Well, this isn't about that. So go ahead. All right. Good. What if the reason Sonya Deville's handpicking these people is because she knows she can beat them? Think about it. Hmm. Carmella really hasn't been doing much. And Zelina Vega just came back, mm-hmm. and you saw them standing next to each other. Sonya Deville is not that tall. I've met her. Mm-hmm. She's like a regular-sized person. Mm-hmm. She just, like, her standing next to Sonya Deville made her look like a giant. I love it. I love how little she is. So, like, I feel like... Maybe that would be a cool thing because if you think about it, like she, I don't know how experienced she is in fighting like back in the day, but like, you know, just imagine picking your actual opponents. Like you can't really, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. that's very interesting. Like I guess it it doesn't, it's got counterintuitive because on Raw she's not doing that. Mm -hmm. But is it because on SmackDown she's an actual wrestler there technically maybe? Like, she's on the SmackDown roster, but she was fired from SmackDown because she had to leave SmackDown in that match. So I'm confused. I don't know what the status of Sonya Deville is. <laughs> All right. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say is that is completely unrelated. Okay. But it's related in bad stuff they're doing that works. And I thought about it. I'm like, I was, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you have this wrestler that is seasoned and is good. And you give her a stupid gimmick name of Dewdrop, and you pair her with someone that isn't known for their wrestling ability and, and who keeps embarrassing her. And I realize that's exactly what Vince is going for. Vince yeah. wants us to hate this. Wow. <laughs> he wants us to hate it so much that we keep talking about it. He wants us to hate it so much that it's all over social media because every every week Dewdrop is trending. Every week. Look, I I hope that you're fucking right. Like I want you to be right. Mm-hmm. I want you to be right because 
I love all of this. I knew this something was gonna go on with this that was gonna be interesting when they like when it's like the guy goes to ask her her name and Eva Marie's like uh dewdrop instead. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like why would that happen if this isn't the plan? Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't look like she's going along with it just all willy nilly. Right. And plus, she beat on her own a tag team of two former women's champions mm-hmm. by herself. So people crapping on it really don't understand what's going on. Or maybe exactly. they changed their tune after seeing what happened. Like, this chick is a force. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if they didn't want us to hate it, but still wanted to make it happen, they would have done it the way I talked about last week or the week before, where, you know, even Marie would just be her social media manager. Anything right? involving Eva Marie is going to upset Marks. So they yes. know that right out the gate. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't think they're like, wait, what do you mean they don't like her? They know that. They so- hired her for something. I'd like to know the story behind all of this, like I, the behind the scenes. I think this this makes her, as far as the women's division in in this scenario, she's the ultimate heel. Because it's like, all right, you're a heel. People hate you. People don't want to see you on on their screens. How can we amplify that? Let's take a real wrestler, someone that the the fans like. I mean. You got the network, right? So you watch NXT UK. You know who Piper Niven is. You take someone that the fans love and respect and know can wrestle. You pair them together and have e- have Eva Marie just abuse her, disrespect her, and profit off of her work. Well, you you you've given it a big think, and I just want to know what the question is. And the question for me is. What's the chicken and the egg here? Like, did they bring Eva Marie in to bring Piper in? Or did they bring Piper in to help Eva Marie? I think B. I I think... You think the original plan is to help Eva Marie, but then it's going to turn out to be a better plan to help Piper with it? Well, obviously Piper is going to turn on her at some point, or vice versa. But either way, Piper is going to go out on her own. Um, I think that the conversation started with, okay, what are we going to do with Eva? And then it evolved from there. I think that was the first question asked. What are we going to do with Eva? Well, here's what they should do. Keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. This means they're in the Money in the Bank ladder match, right? I, yes, they are. So Dewdrop could win the Money in the Bank ladder match. We could have ourselves. Well, it's probably it's not the same, but like, um, remember how Ted DiBiase would refer to himself as the WWF champion mm-hmm. because Andre the Giant was like his guy or something like that. Yep. I don't remember. Was Andre the champ? And- the thing was, Andre was champ, and he sold it to DiBiase. Okay. All right something like that right because like oh you know it's or maybe she gets the money in the bank maybe it's not even Dewdrop. it's eva marie if Dewdrop wins money in the bank yeah eva marie will convince her that she needs to give it to her because she wouldn't have been in money in the bank 
without her. And that Dewdrop would kick the shit out of her. Hopefully. Unless it's like a contract thing. Could be. And contractually, your success is my success type of thing. Yep. Like, tag team success will be ours, but mostly Eva's. Solo success will be Eva's because Dewdrop wouldn't have gotten the opportunity without Eva. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot that's interesting here. And I feel like the more we talk about it, the more disappointed we're going to be <laughs> when it doesn't pay off at all. And we've once again drawn this elaborate tapestry that we will never see. Every time. Every time. <laughs> Every time. This is the curse of basement booking. Indeed. Because you're just in the basement. You could book all you want, mm-hmm. but ain't nothing happening there. Correct. Yeah. I mean, we know they listen. Of course they do. They're thieves. Yeah, they take our they ideas all the time. The, Mostly the, yours. You know, it's a it's a it's a team. You, you know, it's really nothing if I'm not if, if I just talk to myself. I tried that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think I have one more subscriber on here than I do there. Nice. So there. Anyway, um. What else? What else? What else? What else? Um, oh, yeah. Hey, Drew. If you're out there, nobody wants to hear your stupid fucking stories anymore. Well, if you notice, he cut this one shorter. No, it, it's obvious because he's like, he's out there with a thing and he's like, well, he's like, I don't even know what they were fighting about. It's like, all right, well, you lost me too. Hmm. It's you don't care, then why should I? Right. It's a dumb story. Oh, I guess you can't keep telling the same. I guess you ran out of people you remember from fucking Braveheart. You know, I just remember Seamus was kind of doing a similar thing a while back, where like, he, but he would tell stories of like himself back in Ireland. Well, at least he was telling stories about himself back in Ireland, mm-hmm. or like his family, like, or this great uncle. Oh, yeah, but I can't the, say it right. well, that was more Drew. Yeah, I guess for a second. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. Maybe that's a thing for that area of the world to like tell stories, because like I think it might be that because like their accents are so awesome. Like if that was my accent, I would just talk all the time <laughs> about bullshit, just nothing. It would basically be this podcast. Yeah, pretty much. But I'd be alone. You know, and I'd actually listen back to myself. You know, it's, that's different. Wait a second. Did you just take a shot at me and I didn't even catch it? Did I? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think Never I Never mind. Did. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. I, okay, good. Like most of our podcasts. That's comforting. Anyway. uh, Oh, yeah. Well, do you have anything you wanted to... Bring up like we really touched SmackDown and the fact that it was the first chiefless SmackDown in a while. Yeah, like Ro- Roman's ob- Roman's obviously co- totally manipulating Jimmy, and he's totally letting it happen. Like I don't know what, like how it turned around for Jimmy like that. Yeah, because like all of a sudden he's he. I thought he was nobody's bitch. Yeah. But he is. Mm-hmm. It's like he guilt tripped him or something into it. Maybe it was from that conversation. Remember? Yeah. Where it's like, how could you do this to your brother? You know. But now that now he's like all in on it, though. Yeah, it's weird. 
he must have gave they must have gave him some special Kool Aid. Or what if so? What would it be great if Miro just punched Aubrey Edwards in the face? <laughs> like, did you remember the bit? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but this is important. I'm not going to remember later. Mm-hmm. Where Miro is going to fight uh, Pillman's kid? Yeah, and and he runs it. He throws the belt, and she doesn't catch it. I guess. And it, like, almost slides out. She goes to get it. He, like, runs up right into her grill. And I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be awesome if you punched her in the face right now? Uh, like, I'm, of course, I don't condone that. I'm just saying, like, if this was a cartoon, that'd be really funny. I didn't catch it. She didn't either, no, obviously, but I didn't obviously, catch it. Obviously. Like, he was all up in her grill. Mm-hmm. Like, it was uncomfortable. Wow. <laughs> anyway, back to um, Roman and Jimmy. It's Yeah. So... It's a really big switch, like so, like a light switch. So to overthink this again, obvi- it's obvious Here that we Roman... go. What? Here we go. Yeah, Let's go. it's obvious that Roman is is manipulating Jimmy, what? and obviously Heyman's a pawn in that too because that's Heyman's job. But he's what not if a pawn? That's his job. He's like more like a bishop. Well, he you know? he's yeah. But what if Jimmy is trying to con- convince Roman that you know he's he's all in now? But really, he's not. I mean, that's real far to go after what Edge did to him. Right. Or maybe he wasn't planning for that to happen. I'm pretty sure he wasn't planning for that to happen. Um, Like he thought Roman was going to show up, I guess. He pretty obvi- he obviously did because they showed him like when Edge was on his way to the ring, he he's looking around like, all right, Roman, where are you? Now's the time, you know. Tippy toe, tippy toe. You know? I got it. Holy shit, I got it. All right, you ready? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So, <laughs> next Friday on SmackDown, um, which it's Jimmy, right? Yeah. So Jimmy's gonna be like, "Where were you, Oos? Where were you when I needed you?" And he's like, "Hey, come on, man. Hold on, Oos. Weren't you? I emailed you. I I texted you. I told you." And he's like. But I don't got no messages from you. And he's like, and then Roman's like, oh, Paul, who did I tell you to send that message to? And then Paul's like, I sent it to Jay. (laughs) And he's like, oh, man, I must have given you the wrong information. You know, it's really hard to tell the difference sometimes. Great. That'd be great. <laughs> but, you know, that that would be more of that mind game manipulation stuff, which is great. Yeah. Everything Roman is doing is great. Roman not being on TV this week was great. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't like that Edge was there, but... Oh, right. boy. That is... Is that a big statement? <sighs> Look... Here's the thing. How do you... I don't know. Maybe we're in a minority. I want to say, like, maybe some people are just, like, really excited about Edge. But, like, this whole thing feels like a botch. Like, they just botched Edge. And to me, um, the real nail in the coffin and as cool as I thought it was, was WrestleMania. Like, 
the fact that he stacked them two on each other and beat them both like that, it's like, look, I get it. Edge's argument that he hadn't had a singles match against Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. And I think he's going to get that singles match, and he's not going to win it. At least he shouldn't. I agree. And if he does, there's going to be a cash-in that night. And it would be perfect. It would be. Because, actually, you know what? A more... Oh, they won't play the long game like this. You have whoever wins the Money in the Bank ladder match. Let's just say SummerSlam, they put their belt on Edge. Mm-hmm. And Edge holds it until Elimination Chamber. Hmm. <laughs> and he survives the Elimination Chamber match. And Mr. Money in the Bank cashes in immediately after. Yes! Yes! Now, now do you completely merit by have Vince come out? And he hands the briefcase to Vince to cash in? That's a bridge too far. Okay. Because he hasn't been doing that. He hasn't done that since the first time. Just have whoever the official is, I guess. Like, whoever's in charge. Because the Vince McMahon character hasn't been... Like, it would be a caricature at that point. If they bring his old ass out just to do that. Because it's like, (laughs) we know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't make Mm -hmm. any sense. Mm -hmm. It's like having Teddy Long come out there. And let somebody know that they're going one-on-one with the Undertaker player. Playoff. And the Undertaker comes back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, he tried that, and it, it didn't work. They're like, they're I know, but actually to have the Undertaker come back that way is what oh, I mean. Oh, okay. That'd be funny. But yeah, it would be such great justice. Like, real karma for that to happen to Edge. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know, who would it be, you know? Because, like, right now... Cesaro's wrestling Seth. Like, mm-hmm. is Cesaro in the Money in the Bank, or is this a qualifier? Qualifier. Ooh. If I if I am to understand it correctly, I could look up if Cesaro's in it. No. Okay. If it's a qualifier, do you think they'll give it to Seth? I don't know. You can answer the question. I'd have to. I'd have to know who's who else is in it. I mean, I think it'd be great. For Edge to win, and then Seth to cash in immediately. Mm. I'm just not ready for Roman Reigns not to be the champion, so I can't do any of this. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know if that would work. All right, so the members of the Men's Money in the Bank are Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kevin Owens, Nakamura, or Corbin. And it's going to be Nakamura, probably. Yes. And Cesaro Unless or Unless it is Corbin. And he gets the briefcase, and he's happy Corbin again. And that's where they use the thing. Hmm. Probably not, right? I feel like I, I wonder if Corbin's just gonna like go nuts with all the all the stuff with everything going downhill for him and mm-hmm. then he's just so he he just has a psychotic break and he's just happy yeah just like the Joker yeah 
Because uh, did you notice he's growing his hair out? Like he stopped shaving his head. I I feel he like shaving. That's a great idea. I, well, I I feel like I don't know if that's necessarily him growing his hair out. I think no, it's him not taking care of it. Right. So he he had to look um unkempt, or just yeah, shoveled. like yeah. If you're still shaving, you obviously holding on to something. Yeah. You gotta stop. You know, especially mm-hmm. when you're a person who the reason he shaved his head because you know he looks like a fucking dummy. <laughs> with his hair. Yeah. So but... this way, he just looks like a guy with male pattern baldness, and we all know Vince doesn't like people with weaknesses. That's right. Can't mm. look weak. You can't look weak by having a hairline like that. It just doesn't work. No. Get rid of it! Mm-hmm. And, and go whip yourself in the back like Jackson Riker! Mm-hmm. And mm. to continue, or to rather to go back to the women's money in the bank, Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Carmella... And Zelina Vega are in it so far. Two more TBD, according to Wikipedia. Oh, so Dewdrop's not in the Money in the Bank ladder match? Guess not. I thought that that was a qualifier. Well, we had that big conversation. Did Asuka no and Naomi reason. beat them? Was that what happened? No! Dewdrop beat both of them. Different match. I On guess. Monday. Yeah. Yeah, because the first time they wrestled, Eva Marie screwed it up. So, oh no, because Eva Marie didn't get the, the, the tag on Dewdrop. So she let her get beat up. Mm. She dropped down from the apron, remember? Because yeah, yeah, she tagged yeah. herself in. Mm-hmm. No, obviously you don't. No, I don't. And this week, I guess, was the rematch. I guess it wasn't a qualifier. So that's where I got lost mm-hmm. at the sauce. So hopefully who they didn't turn off the podcast well, we didn't know what we were talking about <laughs> in the beginning. Which time? <laughs> uh, about this subject specifically. Yes. So this so just it's reminded definitely me... not going to happen. <laughs> this just reminded me that the women's the SmackDown Women's Championship match is an I Quit match. Now. You now, anytime, anytime, an I Quit match is a cell match. Huh? You shouldn't have had the Hell in a Cell match. I know. You shouldn't have had it. You shouldn't have had it. Anyway. Okay, so about this. I get this being sort of a different kind of finality to it. Where, like, you have to verbally quit. Like, you have to be broken to say I quit. I guess Raw's getting stale. Yeah. Because they need Bailey. Oof. I mean, she's not going to not. Well, she didn't wrestle. say that she would leave WWE or SmackDown, but think they're going to move Bailey? I mean, something. There has to be something from that. You can't not pay it off. Yeah, and you should. You still shouldn't have Bianca lose that. Exactly. Now, anytime. Because she's not going to quit. No. She can't quit. Anytime. An I Quit match is being promoted. I cringe every time one of the participants uses the words I Quit. Because I'm like, how do you know your opponent's not recording this? (laughs) Yeah, like, didn't you see The Rock? Yeah, like, learn. Like, you were, she's, I mean, she's younger than us, but she had to have been coming up when, maybe not, jeez. She might have been a baby when Rock did that. That match 
this makes it even more uncomfortable because they had him recorded the whole time. So they waited until they beat the fucking shit out of him before they did that. I, I wonder if that was, like, kayfabe, if that was, like, the last resort. Like, if you got him handcuffed oh, okay. and you beat, you're beating him, you're literally beating him over the head with a chair and he's still not quitting. It's like, all right, play the tape. You know, like it, it also makes it more believable for the ref that like, all right, geez, fine. He's finally done. Good. I can ring the bell. I can end this. There's always a plan B. Yep. All right. Oh, man. You know, I accept it. Those words always initiate a flashback. Yeah. That's okay. Everything worked out in the end for everyone. Mostly everyone. Right, the chair. For Roman Reigns. The chair shot for heard around the world. <laughs> yeah, like if you think about it, it's like at different points. If you have a conversation about who benefited the most from that, mm-hmm. in the immediate, immediately it was Seth Rollins. No questions asked. Hands down. Mm-hmm. Then you wait a little bit. It's Dean Ambrose for a little bit. But at the end of the day. Of all three, who this benefited the most is the tribal chief. It's benefited him the most. Yes. I, in the long term. I would argue that Ambrose was middle there. Because... I did say middle. Yes. I did say Seth. Yes. And then I said Ambrose. Yes. <laughs> so there's nothing to argue because I agree with you. Okay. <laughs> You're just saying you agree with me. I, I just want to point out that he... That he want after the shield broke up. He wanted to leave WWE because of the stupid stuff they were making him do. Yeah, and Listen, he did he, that before Roman became the tribal chief. Yeah, well, he he's that is still in the middle. Yep, it's still the middle. Uh, yeah, but anyway, whatever. Who cares? Like, but yeah, that's a big. That's one of those things where it's like, whoa, you know, and it's still like, wow, you know, and it's like the shield, the 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 the. the What's the NXT guys? The Undisputed Era one is recent, but it just it didn't hit. It just hits different, you know. It don't have the same like, you know. It doesn't have the same kind of. You don't feel the same from it, right? You know, it just hits different. Mm-hmm. Mm. Diamond oh. Mind, huh? Uh, listen, like I said, look, he's just CM Punk without any charisma. You know, it's just. Which is actually, you know, it's not even a shot. It's kind of a compliment in a way. Uh, things I like about Roddy. Look, I'm trying to be more positive. Things I like about Roddy. I like the way Roddy cuts a promo. You know, he's a good heel promo because he sounds like such an asshole. Like he's that fucking varsity jock asshole. That's who he sounds like. Mm. Like, not he's not he's not the toughest guy on varsity. But he's the guy you know you could beat up, but you can't because he's got his friends mm-hmm. all the time. And, like, him just talking crap is just, just unbearable, like, for to be the target of something like that. When you know you could just beat them. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That's all I got to say. <laughs> so... I don't even know where to go now. Um, 
Shotzi and Scarlet have been working dark matches, as has Karrion Cross. They've been, um, I think Bronson Reed also. So does this mean Zoe Stark and Io Shirai are gonna win the tag team championships then? Because if if the, if if Shotzi's having dark matches, she's not gonna be on NXT anymore then. Well, Raw if, needs her. So it was in it was in the news this week. I, it, it wasn't reported on, but um, officials are looking at all the NXT talent. To see who they could beef up the rosters, rosters for when they start touring again, which is in two weeks. What's the next draft? I am not certain. Okay. So I hope they do it that way. Like, don't just have them show up. Just have it where it's like you know, their actual draft picks, and not that like look at me on a screen thing. Like they show up. Mm-hmm. Like, they get those pops that we're going to be missing, you know? Yeah. Wait till there's people. Don't rush them out there. There are a lot of good ways they could do it. There are about four times as many bad ways they could do it. So, so that's... Do uh, five, five bad ways, then. Right. <laughs> yeah, so they're going to they're gonna botch. Um, I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know if... They're just gonna they're if they're gonna beef up the roster and then do a draft and beef it up more, or what? I'm honestly not sure which idea is best, but I know that uh, they wanted to see Karrion Cross uh, specifically. They haven't had him working with Scarlet. No, I know. We talked about this last week. We did. With this fucking just take everything away from him. I don't. It's like you didn't hear the Adam Cole promo. I don't think necessarily that they're going to bring them up separately and ha- and just have them separate. Like, she could still have a, single, uh, a, a singles career and come out with him. No. She's... Alright, maybe because I didn't watch Impact or something. Is she, like, really good in the ring? She's because our... if she's Lana okay in the ring... Then let's not have her do that. You can, you know, you can just be a manager and not wrestle. She's better than Lana, but she can work the mic. Literally every non-wrestling segment that she's been in, both in WWE and L- and Impact, she commands attention. Not just, just not just because of her looks. But she gets it. Like she gets a character. Like, look, here's the thing, and this is the only reason I don't want it. Because it's it's like the Zelina Vega thing. Like, Zelina Vega as a manager is great. But then watching her do the job for, like, everybody, it's like, all right, she's an okay manager, but if, if she has to throw down with another, like, chick manager or something on behalf of her guy, she's going to get her shit kicked in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just kind of breaks their, like, mystique to me. Like, if they're, like, because right now to me, because I haven't seen her wrestle at all, it's like, you know, she's like, she's mysterious, you know, you don't know what she can do, Mm -hmm. you know, she can, she can set paper on fire or whatever and blind Keith Lee's, you know, but (laughs) there's still, there's still an air around her. I feel like just having her be just another wrestler is just like, 
you know, she's not special anymore. I get it. You want there to be a reason for her wrestling. Like, I don't think she should have to. Unless that's something she wants to do, then fine. But she shouldn't have to. She could just be a manager. You could still do that in 2021. Not every female wrestler that's able to wrestle should have wrestle should have to. Well, Scarlett, you know how to get in touch with us if you want an interview or if you just want to answer Jerry's question. You know where you can hit us up. And first of all, look, let me be... Let me be the white knight in here, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't owe anybody an explanation for anything. So if, you know, if if you'd like to come on the Basement Bookers podcast and, like, speak your truth, then we're <laughs> here to listen. Because let me tell you something. It's 2021, all right, guys? And the future is female. And we're here to, to let you speak your truth on our platform, Okay. I really want to hang myself <laughs> and just like take. I want to take a gun and just shoot myself in the head after all of that. Eesh. If I ever was serious and meant anything like that, <laughs> I am under duress and I will be dead the next day. So just remember, that's coercion. I would never seriously say anything like that. But really, if you want to back up the money truck, let's go. <laughs> hey, money truck, Brinks, you know where to find us. Hit us up. But yeah, you don't owe me, you don't owe us an explanation, but we'd love to know. But like I'm saying, like, I don't know, you can just be a manager. We don't all have to Vicky Guerrero ourselves, okay? Yeah, that was unfortunate. Like, why did she not tag someone in? Yeah. Maybe it was maybe it was supposed to be Zelina Vega, but she got caught. She got she, <laughs> no, the, the lot, like she was swimming, and then like all of a sudden, there's like a giant hook with a, with like, a with a zero on it. It's a briefcase. <laughs> the briefcase bait. Oh yeah, it's a money in the bank briefcase on a hook. Mm-hmm. But like the briefcase is made of Jello or something tasty. Nice. I was thinking like an extra zero on her check. Sure. I don't know. I just think this was the plan the whole time, and they just did this to do it. It's whatever. You think her firing was a work? Oh, no. She was fired for real. I'm just oh. saying, oh, like... Oh, you're talking about the Vicky thing. Yeah. No, I'm saying, like, with Zelina, like, it's not like they she was going to sign with AEW. hmm You know? I don't know. Ah. <sighs> If they bring her okay. back and they don't bring Alistair Black back, be very he's, I don't think he's interested, but he could just be saying that. Mm. You know, I think... Well, look, it's it, it's it's the situation with, like, Andrade. You know, he's in AEW, Charlotte's in WWE. It's like, she doesn't have to... They don't have to be on the same show, you know? And I think, you know, Tommy and... He's going to... Wherever he goes, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think WWE blew it with him. Absolutely. And, and they should pay for that. And they should pay for that by not being able to have him on their program and not benefiting from what he can bring to them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, I do, you know what? My hope is he does sign someplace and not necessarily AEW, wherever he goes, and 
WWE, it's going to be like letting the wrong one go. It's going to be like, man, I shouldn't have. Shouldn't have let her go, you know? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Some shit like that. They're like, it's going to be like WWE looking at Aleister Black like, I miss you, man. <laughs> Come back. I think I, This is your home. I actually think he'd be a great fit in Impact. Look, um, I want him to like, maybe I should have said like with the exception of Impact. <laughs> you know, because... It's a not against anybody that goes out there and busts their ass for them. It's that behind them. You know, it's the rickety stage on which these poor folks have to uh, do the performance on. You know what I'm saying? They're all great. It's just like. It's just so unfortunate that they don't have a good platform. I'm just glad that they have one. There should be more wrestling. I'm just saying if it's not a good place, it's like. I'm saying like maybe like a like a New Japan, like if he goes to Japan, oh, he'd you know, be so over there. He uh-huh. goes out there, he does his thing like AJ did, you know. I think he was there for a while. AJ? No, uh, think? on the end. Uh-huh. He he might have been with like some kind of group. I think like Filet Club, Boule Club, something. Anyway, no, listen. Tommy End. No, I'm talking about, I'm joking about AJ. I know he was there for a little while because he oh, talked okay. about training in Japan and shit. Ah, okay. Um, But yeah, if he were to go there, like now with what he has, because there's a difference go- going from there and coming here. If you're coming from here back to there, different things happen. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you threw me off. Threw me off a ledge. That's what I do. You're a bad tag team partner. Oh, he was in Big Japan. That's right. Oh, right. That that must be how uh, um, how the, we got the on good that. Brothers, by the way, though. I didn't notice that they their initials are BJW. That makes sense. <laughs> makes <laughs> sounds sense. about right. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah. So the inner circle's a biker gang now. Do they have bikes? I haven't seen them before. Or bikes. they they just have vests. Didn't, because didn't they have right. lawnmowers? Look, here's the thing, dude. No, the lawnmowers was inner circle, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Didn't they get them because like uh the exalted one had a deal with uh the mower king or something? Look, the reason I say this mm-hmm. is because in um in the in, the inner circle, they're wearing these are like motorcycle club jackets. Mm-hmm. I know this because I watched Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. Like it, it says, "Inner Circle Original" on their thing. It's like, where are your motorcycles? Is this a motorcycle gang? If so, you need to get on a motorcycle at least once. I got to see this. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just cosplaying. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Maybe I know they they all have like fancy cars. Was that Pinnacle? Okay, no, dude. Pinnacle. Listen, everybody has a fancy car. No, Pinnacle don't have fancy cars. They rent limos like idiots. Like they don't even have. They just rent a limo. And and by the way. By the way, mm-hmm. why 
why is Kenny Omega? Is, did they explain in storyline why Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks have retarded facial hair? No. Like intentionally stupid. Like it's intentionally stupid facial hair. Um. So I think. Like that... maybe on like a grown man. The young bucks. I think one of the bucks was mocking Dax from FTR. Mm -hmm. It looked a little bit like Uh, Kenny. It it just looked like, and like you saw the memes, it looked like he was mocking Triple H. So wait, are these real mustaches? I don't know. Uh, Because either way, I, I I didn't I I didn't go up to either of them with a tweezer. I mean, I'm saying they really came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So I guess I just what we just don't pay attention. I guess. I'm pretty sure they didn't have them last week, so they must be fake. Okay, I accept that. <sighs> Man, I wish I liked AEW better. I do. Look, we all know that we just don't, like, we, we know you don't want to bury them, you know, because we're a very influential podcast, and, like, really, um, entire companies live and die by what we think of them, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, you know, and people ask us, they ask, they ask us all the time when we're walking down the street, you know, in real life, you know, and they're like, how do you guys do it? Like, what's that pressure like, you know, for, like, so many lives to, like, be dependent on, like, how you feel about what they put on TV. You know, I don't know what you say. I don't know what you say to the billions of subscribers. So, but what I say is, look, there's an order to things. And we are it. And that's all I say. And, you know, they're like, please, sh- please sign my arm. And I say, okay. And then, I, and then they're like, bro, that's a Sharpie. Hmm. And I'm like, yes, it is. And like, thank you. And I say, you're welcome. And then I leave. Hmm. I don't know how you do it, but that's how I do it. Something like that. So how do you do it? Pretty much. Same thing. You do this pretty much the same thing? Yeah. I heard that after all that, you just look at them and you go, apologize. <laughs> and they're like, what? Hmm. Apologize to Rich the Riz. Like, but I, how do I apologize? And then you just like give them chapstick. And then you drop trowel. Like in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. And like nobody says anything. And they're like, well. And they put the chapstick on. And like everybody just goes back like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. It's weird how you get away with that. It's weird how you do that. I think it's weird. Exactly. That's a power move. It they is. gotta know. You gotta yeah. let them know. Like, you th- let them this, know. Is how we, this is how we do things. That's right. Apologize. You know? Just yeah. do it. That's it. Apologize. No, you just say it once, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, that was that was a good segue. Last That's thing, great. I think the last thing is it. I forgot about this. Um, so in a couple weeks, I didn't I didn't catch when they said it was happening. Uh, Brian Cage is going to face Ricky Starks, who apparently is going to be cleared by that time. Uh, for the FTW title. Oh, so they're gonna put they're gonna put the strap on Ricky Starks. Absolute. Amazing. Yeah, that title doesn't mean anything. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Sorry, I don't know. That's more what, of a what? prop than all of Kenny's belts. It's a big belt. You know, I, I'll you know? say this. It, it means a little bit more than the TNA World Championship. Which was literally found in a garbage pail. Look, it, if it matters to Taz, then it matters to him. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, and I get the historical significance, and, you know, a lot of us, a lot of respect, you know, for the OGCW. Mm-hmm. I was trying to play, like, OG, OGECW, yeah. you know? But, like, uh, you know, it's... Uh, you know, don't go on a rampage, you know. Just relax. You know, don't even worry about it. You know? Rampage, is that a quick plug for their new upcoming show, Rampage? Yeah, I'm trying to get them to pay for this. <laughs> so I thought, what better way to stop you from burying them? You know, just to cut you off mid-bury. Nice, nice, nice. Good you know, I thought thinking. that'd be just a good idea. You know. Speaking of burying, um, what about this coffin match? What's the difference between a coffin match and a uh, buried alive match? I think coffin Do matches you... is just more like a casket match. Okay, okay, so it's another word for casket match. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't care. Right. You know, it. Like I, the only time I care about casket matches... Is when the Undertaker's involved. So a coffin match mm-hmm. is like a baby. He's like a baby. <laughs> Ethan Page kind of looks like a giant baby a little bit. He does look like a giant baby. <laughs> There's something what about his awkward, face. What, a, what, a, what an odd compliment to Ethan Page. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about his face. He looks incredibly young. He does. God bless him, it's like, man. I, I, I wonder if he is capable of growing facial hair. No, he can. Actually, you know, sometimes, I don't know. Like, it's a good problem to have if you don't want to shave. Absolutely. Shaving you is know? such a pain. It is. But I don't know about you, but, like, for me, it's always, like, well, before the the state of the world, like, it would be, like, you know, you try to get as close to hobo as you can, as you can, mm-hmm. you know, but never go full hobo, you know? Yeah. And that's when you just, you know, you trim a little bit. That's why it's like I always think, like, I really should have went um, beard sooner in life because I would have saved so much time, mm-hmm. you know, when you think about it. Yep. You know, I really wish I was an early adopter of it. You know. Yeah, two years two years ago when I just said when I just stopped shaving my face, and I was just letting it grow, and my wife's like, "You gotta trim that up." I'm like, "Nah, I'm good." But like, I yeah, right. But I wasn't using anything on. I didn't have a brush. I wasn't using any product. I was just using regular shampoo, and like it was just out there. It was messy. Never, never go full hobo. Is is all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I went full hobo. But now I'm trimming yeah. it every week. I got product. I got a brush. It's just great. It's great. Like when you take care of it, you get it to that. Like you know what the sweet spot is now. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I I, I I know the length. I go uh, I go six millimeter. But this week I'm gonna go three just to keep it extra neat this week. But back to AEW. Speaking of children, 
Did you catch the part where, like, they almost completely botched one of those, like, leapfrog exchanges between uh, MJF and uh, Sammy G? Like, um, I think I, he, I subconsciously caught it. Like, he almost, like, MJF, like, didn't get high enough. Oh, yeah, the, the announcers mentioned it. And Good. I was like, oh, I must have missed it. So I was probably super carding or something. Like, he grazed his sack, bro. Hmm. Pretty sure. Yeah, nothing like a little uh, sack running down your spine to wake you up for a wrestling <laughs> match. <laughs> Dude, that'll, that's probably what gave MGF the fuel. Oh, well, shit, I didn't call him Morgan Freeman. They get that fuel that gave M, the, 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 the gave MJF the fuel in, in which to, to propel himself to a win. Mm-hmm. The old sack propellant. Yeah. The old sack down the spine. That was an interesting move, giving uh, MJF the win, though. Mm. But I guess you want the heel to win first. Yeah. So, like, the babyface comes back with the win or whatever. Yeah, so the hierarchy, if you look at the hierarchy of the two factions, you know, MJF is the leader, Sammy's not. So it doesn't make any sense looking at it from that perspective for Sammy to have beaten MJF. Oh, that was okay. a great so match, though. Yeah, so you say the first officer. Well, it's Sam, Sammy Guevara. Like he's a great wrestler. He is. He's, and he's young. So young too. Yes, exactly. And like he's only going to get better at this. That's scary. He's that, he's he's in that Jungle Boy category for me. Like he's the future. He's one of those guys that he's like the future. So I get. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm protective in the way that's like, please don't. Don't ruin this guy. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's on two prongs. It's like, for me, it's like, please don't say anything stupid to him. <laughs> and mm-hmm. for them, like, please don't make him do stupid things. Yeah, don't. You know, it's. Yeah, don't, don't make you're him talk young, about Tasha Banks. No, nah, I wasn't even going to go there. Like, <laughs> for, like, for young guys, that's like a real possibility. And I feel, I feel so bad for them. Like, I feel bad for a lot of, like, people in their 20s. Like, Dude, the shit we were able to do and say mm-hmm. and get away with, mm-hmm. you know, without this bullshit, like to just really be yourself. Like, I feel like that's something that they're not really going to have anymore. You know, mm-hmm. they're just not. It just doesn't work that way. Because everything that everyone that is famous says and half the people that aren't famous goes on social media. Yeah, it's a big like dump. Mm hmm. And it's funny because, like, it's not even the real world. Like, most real people don't really use Twitter. Like, like it's like a smaller part of the population, really, mm-hmm. that are really obsessed over that thing. You know? So. And Meltzer. Meltzer just <laughs> lives there. You know? He just lives in he it. Apl- he responds to every nobody that says anything about anything he says. I saw him I saw him reply to to a respond a reply to one of his tweets from a month and a half earlier. Like dude, are you really really that bored? How do you have time to talk to these people that you allegedly talk to to get all this information? I mean, when it's your life 
you know, that's your whole life, your profession. Like, you know, he, he's been fortunate, you know, to have been able to turn his passion into a, a, a successful business. And, you know, that, that's great for him, but like, don't, oh, no, I agree with you. I'm with you. I'm just, yeah, just don't reply to tweets for a month ago. It looks like you're stretching for relevancy. But going back to Jungle Boy, did you see the uh, allegedly controversial photo? What controversial photo? Well, it is now public. He and Anna Jay are quite an item. Oh, yeah, he got that. He gave her that. He gave her that Jungle Boy grip. He got that Jungle Boy grip. If they were to make like a Jungle Boy action figure, mm-hmm. he better have like the Kung Fu grip. But they'll call it the Jungle Boy grip, I- and it'll be like this action figure that everybody wants to get. It's gonna be worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like, I gotta get the Jungle Boy with the Jungle Boy grip. <laughs> He's the only one that has it. It's an extra five dollars for that one. It's going to be an extra $5,000 when I, in the future, I bet. Yep. I, I, yeah, dude. I would have gone a little further back with it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. That's that Kung Fu grip, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, you know, you know, I know. We got, you got to have that grip. Like, you got the grip, you know that that's, they're going to be in love forever. Like, they're going to get married, you know, because that's that grip. You know, once you get the grip. Well, allegedly she was recently in a, another relationship. I don't remember with whom. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, he ca- he caught her with a Jungle Boy grip. That's the commitment he's trying to make. Guess that's it. Mm-hmm. That's worse than a... That's, that's more powerful than a promise ring. It goes grip, promise ring, engagement ring, wedding ring. That's how it works. I guess so. You heard it here first. Makes sense. Lucky... Lucky kid. Listen, for a great many reasons, he's a very, very lucky kid. Hashtag blessed on the genetic level. Yeah. And then you go from there. You go from there. You go from there with the passion for the business. You know? Now, not to... It, it takes real security to be a grown man in his underwear sitting on the shoulders of another grown man in a dinosaur mask. It does. You're never more secure yeah. than that guy. He's all man. Mm-hmm. There's no way. He's the manliest man. That's That's the look of not having anything to prove to anyone. Brass balls. Mm-hmm. Balls of steel brass. Well, we could ask MJF. He'll tell us. He'll tell us. Yeah, he'll for sure tell us. Sack on the spine. Well, you know, he had Sammy Guevara's sack. Oh, it was Sammy. Sorry. Well, no, no. He put his he put his sack on Sammy Guevara's spine. Oh, okay. I didn't know which way it went. Because he, yeah, yeah. I think you're thinking about the wrong sack. You shouldn't do that. I I must be. Yeah. Um. Focus. I know it's difficult when you get into sack land. <laughs> you know, all your favorite sacks. <laughs> all the sacks. Sack. All the time. All sack all day. All right. Listen, stop this shit. <laughs> um, we have more important things to talk about. You know? Do we? Yeah. Like how Charlotte has great memory. Like she ran down every... She ran down Dana Brooke and like... She's like... I've tried to help Dana Brooke multiple times. And I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? And I'm like, oh shit, that's right. She she had Dana Brooke as like a, a, a stooge or whatever. 
I don't remember And it's that. like, wow. Yeah, because you're a you see, you're part of the problem. <laughs> well, who cares? They don't pay attention. No one's going to remember this. They got Riz memory. So, you're the problem. Their constant replays gave me this memory. They have continuity, man. And that I appreciate what Charlotte did. Who's every week looks more and more like a million dollars. I don't know what she's doing. It's got, she's probably got, maybe because Andrade's got that grip. You know? Andrade got that grip. You know what the best part about watching AEW on mute is? You don't miss an Andrade promo. Hmm. Because they, they are doing God's work. No translator. Let him talk. He's talking in English, but there's subtitles. So nobody gets confused. Great. Let let him be him. Watch it on mute. You also don't you don't get Vicky's excuse me. No, you don't. But you also get Brian Cage, not Brian Cage, Christian Cage trying to mack it to Jungle Boy. <laughs> Jungle Boy's got that strong. It's even getting Christian to be like, you know, maybe I should give it a shot. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Christian's been around all of them, and it wasn't until he met Jungle Boy that he's like. You know, maybe I don't need to be married to a woman. Hmm. Or maybe it's like, oh, my cake and eat it too. You know, it, it, it could be anything. It could be anything. Yo, it could be. I'm just saying, if hmm. we see Anna J laid out next week, we know why. And We, we know, know why. We know why. Because, first of all, he's always there first. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he's the last to leave. Yep. There's no other suspect. Hmm. Means, motive, and opportunity. He exactly. has all three. And he's got the look, dude. That would be the that would be great a great angle for him. <laughs> that would be such a great angle for him. It's like out of nowhere. It's way better than this outwork everyone bullshit. Because I could just see him, like, cutting a promo, talking about Jungle Boy. He's like, Jungle Boy, you see it's like this. (laughs) (laughs) You may think that Anna Jay is the one for you. But really, it's Christian Cage. He could do it, man. I, I, I can hear this promo in his voice, and it, I'm, bro, if they would do this, AEW would be first in line, best dressed. Let's go. Let's go. Only if Christian, after the rejection, retires and we never see him again. That's, that's the stipulation I want. All right, whatever. Like it, 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 it's, it's come to my attention that you will never let this go. No, I can't stand. You them. will, you can't. I know. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's really crazy. Like even, like I don't think if, if Christian Cage was in a match, and for some reason we decided that we have the AEW Basement Championship, mm-hmm. and like it came down to you having to choose Christian Cage. To help you win, you'd rather not be the champion. Like you won't, you won't, you won't do what I did. What I, what I 
put my lot in with Sami Zayn to regain the championship <laughs> at Hell in a Cell. I don't think you do that. You see, I think you're a man of principle. If I believe he will win, I will go with it. Oh, oh, okay. So it's not that much. You don't hate him that much. No, I mean, like, I, listen, I'm I'm a competitive guy. To you, it would be no. I'm not rooting for Christian Cage to win. I'm rooting for this guy to lose. Yes. Yeah. That would be the best compromise, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Okay, fine, whatever. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. And I don't know what that means, but that means I want this guy to lose to the guy I hate, and that's okay. Great. So, uh, yeah. Uh, look, man, I, I was concerned when, like, Riddle turned into Randy Orton for like two seconds. <laughs> I thought, wow, they really are listening. But then they just they just flipped it right back because Damien Priest decided to fucking use the kryptonite to my people, which is terrible food for you. He tempted him with, with Burger King. When, when, when you're a person who constantly has munchies, mm-hmm. this is the worst possible weapon to use. It's downright dastardly. And I think that might have thrown him off. That threw him off. That, wow. Damian Priest is play, played 4D chess all over Matt Riddle because he was upset that he that he lost to Matt Riddle. You know, because Matt Riddle eliminated him. Mm. I'm glad you remember, remember? I no. I did. All right, well, I think it's time for us to go because, you know. <laughs> we're, at the, we're at the stage of the podcast where I literally don't have any idea what it is you're talking about just because I don't remember these things. Yeah, because the, the money to get the money in the bank for Randy, he had to qualify to get into the last chance uh, triple threat match. And if he would have won that, he would have got Randy a spot in the money in the bank. Mm-hmm. But instead is... Drew McIntyre, the shitty storyteller guy. Drew McIntyre. Yeah, and I'm through with McIntyre. <laughs> Stupid sword. Goddamn goo. 100% Vince wants him to get that pop. He does, he does, maybe, I don't know. I, I get it, but... Yeah. yeah. Alright. Once we're off the air, we're going to discuss... SmackDown coming to the Garden. But before we get to that, if you don't know that we have social medias. I don't know why I went from one to another in my head. Uh, I don't know why you went social medias. The, the ADD is strong. I got I to gotta finish more of this triple shot. Uh, social media. We are on Twitter at Basement Bookers. We got a Facebook page, Basement Bookers. Uh, Did you say Facebook page? We have. I don't know. Oh, maybe <laughs> I heard Facebook page. Maybe we have a basement. We have a Facebook page, Basement Bookers. (laughs) I'm obviously tired. Uh, I didn't even finish the Twitter. At Basement Jar, at Rich the Riz. Of course, at Basement Bookers. Instagram, Basement Bookers Pod. You can email us, basementbookers at gmail.com. And as far as finding this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast, you can just Google it. We will pop right up. And... Jerry's got a closing message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. 
So make it count. Do what the man and, says. Oh, sorry. Yeah, do what I say. Do what I say! Follow the book!